You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's True Blood After Show. <laughs> Thing is for doing, and we are here doing another wrap-up of True Blood. No, you, go, you keep going. That's fine. All right, so this is Season 5, Episode 4, We'll Meet Again. I'd like to point out that the reason that this is happening right here is because we've been talking about Magic Mike. Yes. And so everything has become a sexual innuendo. Everything so, is a metaphor for Magic Mike. Which will fit in Mike. really nicely with it's True Blood. It's true. So, so. You're, you've been warned, just so you know. Now, before we start, make sure you go to iTunes, subscribe, rate us nicely, please. Send us comments. We read all of your comments. What are you laughing at? Oh, I like nicely, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. All right. Um, yeah, well, but, if you're going to rate us, rate us nicely. Yeah, that would be really, really Thank nice. Um, yeah, tell your friends. Subscribe, subscribe. Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Nice. All right. Nice intro. Why? Thank you. Well, smooth. I was inspired by the dancing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do, uh, we're not going to do it. No, we'll, we'll no, say no, throughout it'll, the just, show. it'll just be annoying after a while. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I'll let JC take care of it. All right. So we're <laughs> we're going to start. We do have, although I will say this, it's sort of related because we did have a club scene. Yes. That's true. Yes. If we, well, no, we'll we'll get to that later because yeah. that okay. was sort of toward yeah. the end of the episode. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, but let's start off with Pam and Eric. Yes. The, this this was intense. This, this was, was intense. Emotionally, you could hear a pin drop it. in the room when we were taking. I know. When we were watching the episode. All of a sudden, it was like. Whoa. And we were chewing popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys were. We stopped chewing oh, I, for that. Darn sure, Skippy. I stopped chewing that. Popcorn. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, so this, as as Ross said last week, this is all about parental, um, you know, parents, children, family relations. This progeny. whole season, progeny, mm-hmm. and so Eric actually repudiated Pam. Yeah. And he did it. To set her free, although I don't really know honestly what difference it would have made. Yeah, to to be connected. I feel like wouldn't it? Wouldn't I think that she? I don't know. It's a really good question. Perhaps she would have felt the true death more acutely, she or perhaps have. she would have felt more obligated. Don't they? Or perhaps she can't. She can only go so far away until she's released. I mm. fell in love with Pam tonight. Didn't you? I've been in love with Pam I forever. Love Pam so much. Honestly, I have to make a confession. Pam wasn't one of my favorite characters. <gasps> honestly, she was. For me and I and a lot of my friends. TV exclusive. <laughs> Thank you, Ben Bottomley. No, shocking. No, I just first I loved her one-liners, but right. that was it for me. It always seemed that she was angry throughout the years, mm-hmm. and I I could have done without her. I I feel bad saying that, but literally I've done a 180 and just in this episode, and the whole season, but tonight. There's nothing but love for Pam. I absolutely adore her character. Yeah. She's so beautiful and just she is the only person that calls Eric on his shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She they they really need one another. And I think that for me, theirs has been one of the purest loves presented on absolutely. the show because and it's the one that I can really buy into the most. And I mean, we saw some of the father-daughter relationship between Jessica and Bill as well, which was adorable. Which mm-hmm. was adorable, but it doesn't have and this is a testament to the actors. It doesn't, as you're watching it, feel like it has the weight of the years that the Eric and Pam relationship yeah. does. And that is all to, you know, Kristen Bauer and Alexander Skarsgård and what they have developed over the years. And I think it was really important to Alexander Skarsgård, even when they started the show, he wanted to invest in his relationship with Pam because he thought it was a really interesting dynamic. And I think in this episode, all of that work has really, really paid off because it's heartbreaking to watch them separate. But it's what a parent and a child ultimately need to do. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we need to do as humans 
beings is eventually separate from our yeah. parents. Yeah. In fact, there's actually the the speech that he gives her saying like, "Well, now you're a maker," mm-hmm. and it's a very parental speech. But they've also had, in a way, a marriage. Yeah. Which, after I imagine, not having been married for a century, but I imagine after a while, it's not about the sex anymore. It's about the 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 close relationship. And it was, we still have this, but I'm right. letting you go. Yeah. Well, I was under the impression that the reason why he it was important for him to release her wasn't just to denounce their connection as family, but more, and this was coming back to what you guys were talking about, like why they felt the need to do it, because obviously they could still talk to each other as uh, kind of father and, and daughter afterwards, but it seems like if he got into trouble, she wouldn't feel this undeniable urge to go and run to him and then get involved, possibly put herself in harm's way, which is what she doesn't have to do. I mean, she doesn't have to denounce the relationship, but she will at least not be bound by that that emotional urge that they get when they're connected to their to their maker. Yeah. yeah. That was gonna be my question. How does this change her arc now for the rest of the show? Well I think her arc now becomes a lot about her dynamic with Tara. Concurrent. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that it becomes about Pam and I think that the show has made a really smart decision to focus on Pam this season a bit and make that work because I think that we see her we're gonna see her develop into a more rounded character mm-hmm. than we have seen in the past that delivered one lighters and funny. And I think she I, she's always been one of my favorites but Kristen Bauer can certainly handle the task yeah. of, of filling out this character and I think immediately we see her as a mother with Tara mm-hmm. she's still Pam you know yeah. three days old and an eating disorder why me I know I mean it's amazing <laughs> I know it's but like look at just like the moment she looked she opened the coffin and looked yeah. at Tara sleeping and it was just a, it was a long drawn out moment mm-hmm. it was I was like oh mom yeah. well they had established her as, as the one liner but always as the progeny she was yeah. always kind of like mm-hmm. if Eric said John she'd say how high right now as you said i concur i I mean i I do agree i think now she's gonna be like okay well i've i've learned from the best now i'm going to make my own legacy right right and i think pam's gonna have the i think she's gonna go to the school of kenny powers uh, for parenting skills (laughs) (laughs) because some of the skills you can you can see like when when tara was in the in the tanning bed and she was just like yeah let her but let her burn but she's teaching her lessons yeah she's not gonna be the best parent but she's It'll be the school of hard knocks. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. She, they're both going to learn as they go. I yeah, think. yeah. But I actually, I think another thing that's kind of interesting and and lovely in a way is that Tara had such a horrible relationship with her own mother, who was this addict and really drained the life out of her through her whole um, human life, and she really destroyed a lot of things for her, and she made her into the kind of hardened girl that she is in a way, and so. This is her second chance to have a loving mother-daughter relationship. And I, mm-hmm. I do think that Pam's going to be a good parent for Tara. Because Tara's not the kind of human being that would respond really well to a bunch of BS and a bunch of coddling. She, right. okay, yeah. she needs that. I think you hit it right on, right on the head. It's just she, the life lessons, the way she's going to teach it will be right. But the way she's going to convey that message, I think, might be it's a little... Betty Cro- it's not a... Yeah, it's going to be like sandpaper <laughs> yeah. of love. It's going yeah. to cut it. Sandpaper of love, <laughs> I hope someone is writing the lyrics to that number one hit right now. Please leave it in the comments because I actually want to hear it. Isn't that an interesting dynamic, too, that Tara came from in her human life? She had a, a, a mother who came from nobility in the sense that she was a noble mother first and then she fell from grace and became an addict, a drug addict, you know, an alcoholic and so on. And now it's the exact difference, uh, the exact opposite. Pam used to be considered on the lowest rung of society as a prostitute and a madam. Mm -hmm. And then she was raised to nobility, so to speak, by becoming a vampire. So I kind of saw it as an interesting dichotomy between something that fell and wasn't a good enough mother and now something that came from somewhere down. I don't know. Is that making any sense? No, yeah. no I'm, I'm just, sh- we're eight minutes in and it's like deep. It's like, we're, yeah. we're, we left off for last week. We were talking about the politics and Thomas Jefferson. I and now yeah. 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 we're not messing around anymore. Week. Yeah. yeah. Well, Buckle in. I'd also like to point out that Tara said what we've all been thinking. Yeah. Everyone's going to run to Sookie. Someone's yes. always going to save someone. Mm-hmm. Always, always. Yeah. And Lafayette did. I mean, this yep. week was all about them calling. And I think this is, again, another example we've talked about that we think that the writers are really listening. Um, People complained a lot about that because it's like it's always about sucker, 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 sucker. Like you know, like she's the center of the freaking That's awesome. universe. Doesn't even with the e anymore. It's just sucker. No, sucker, sucker, sucker. Like she's gonna forget her name. You know what I, know. I mean? Like that was the thing that always I was like, why are they saying her name so much? But 
and and rightfully so. I mean, she is the center of this particular universe right, in a way. Right. But I think it's great that they've called out now and said, okay, we're going to shift these relationships now. We're going to address the fact that everyone's sort of coming to her rescue and literally now dying for her. And how are their relationships going to re kind of like rebalance out so yeah. that they can have a healthy relationship with Suki. Yeah, I mean, we can even talk about the final moments of the episode with Bill and Eric standing outside while she's totally mm. hooking up with Alcide. Because you love me. Yeah. You love so me. You'll do anything for me. I just killed your ex-girlfriend and you still like me. Wow, wow. No, but now the thing with Suki is... Do you, I love Suki. Though. Could I, I she do, be I a little do. reckless this, this season? I hope so. Yeah, I, and understandably so, considering yeah. all the stuff she's been through. She's, she's had a rough go of it. Well, yes. But she's in some of the the wrong choices that Tara would make, like yeah. let's say jumping in with Alcide, is that the best move right now in the no. present state where um, she's in? Have you seen him naked? Wait, wait. Every I time have, we say Alcide, speaking of speaking of, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here we go. I, I'm not faking this. It's all full on frontal on Magic Mike. True I'm Blood going lovers. to see this movie the second the show is. I would know because I'm a guy. That's what's happening in Magic Mike. Just so you know. However, yes. thank you. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, thanks. I know where you're Honestly, going. Wait till you see it. Um, no, but there, there is something. Once again, I'm a guy. I, I think his point is he won't see it because he's a guy. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for that clarification. Oh, all right. I'm totally Your Honor. And I'm the, I'm, 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 I'm the hippie of the group. I'm going to try to bring us all together. But Olivia Munn is in it, and I believe she is also topless. Topless. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Okay. there is a girl quotient. So there is. Three minutes out of the 143 minute run time. So. Okay. Oh, she's topless for longer than three minutes. Well, I think that makes Ooh. up. this makes up yeah. for all the thousands of, not thousands, hundred years of naked girls. Yeah. Well, speaking of Magic Mike and to True Blood, it did balance out a little bit, which we'll, we get into a little yeah. bit later with the fairy world and yeah. the fairy club. Yes, the yeah. for guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thank you for the most okay. amazing club but in the middle we, of absolutely nowhere. Should we move nowhere. on? Before we move on to no, the fairy sure. club. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, but to, but to your point about her her making this choice with Alcide, I don't think it's the best choice for her, but it's a really understandable choice. Right. I mean, she's had a really hard day. Imagine, she just rolled out of a car. Yeah, well. <laughs> and no one saved her. She she saved right. herself. She saved right. herself, and I think that she. I think that she's going to flounder. I hope that the writers will give the character enough to do that. She'll flounder a little bit as she mm-hmm. tries to find her, find her footing without without it being about a dude, without it being right. like, okay, now I'm in a relationship with Alcide. I'm done with Bill. Now I'm with Eric. Now I'm with Alcide. I hope that she. That it's not just going to default to that all of a mm-hmm. sudden, and I think that the dynamic between Eric and Bill. Mm-hmm. Turning it around on her, like being done with her, is going to be pretty fun to watch. Well, I think just one last point about that that scene with Eric and uh, and Pam. I I think one of the reasons for me personally that I enjoyed watching it so much is rarely do we get a chance to see a scene between two people on the show, even across the seasons, where it's just pure and good. And beautiful, like beautiful moments. They had them before, which is awesome. Eric was also involved with him and Godric used to be Mm -hmm. in scenes together when you could just tell that the scene was just about establishing history, loyalty and love. And for this moment, I think the reason why so many of us were like jaw dropped, not eating popcorn, not drinking our drink or whatever was because of all those scenes where people are in kind of weird relationships or something's going on. And even in a tender moment, something else is going on that's perking it up. This was just a pure moment. Except Mm -hmm. for the vampires outside the window. Um, no, 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 I'm talking about when Eric and Pam. Oh, okay. when, when Eric and Pam. I when, uh, Oh, we went back there. Yeah, we went okay. back there. Okay. All right. Well, guys, we're going to pause for a moment because I'd like to talk about Amazon because I bought mm-hmm. something very interesting this week. Okay, so guys, if you purchase from Amazon, here's what you do: go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click on the Amazon banner. It'll take you right back to Amazon. We get goodies, so we can bring you more goodies. Um, and as you all know, if you've been watching the show or our, our Tuesday night Eureka show with Roth week and I, week seventeen. So I tend to make drunk purchases on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, I was not buying for myself. Ooh. What? Ooh. I like red. Present. I was buying for my family. Oh. I know. but um, And it was a weird purchase for me because I bought chocolate with bacon in it. <gasps> I love you. <laughs> I love you. I guess I need to buy some for you guys, too. Dark chocolate and bacon um, cupcakes are okay. my favorite thing on the planet. Before, thank it's God. Apparently no, wonderful. Uh, I'm vegetarian, so I have never had this. But everyone I know loves it, so I, I buy it you, for that. I think, you can make I an think, exception. I think bacon no. deserves an <laughs> Here, 
uns, uns, bacon, 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 It's chocolate covered bacon? No, no, it's it's bacon sprinkled into the chocolate. Yes. So it's salty and sweet together. I don't even know why I'm selling this because honestly, I haven't eaten bacon in like 20 years, but still. And were you drunk when making this purchase? Yes, of course. Okay, good. Yes, they also do sell chocolate covered bacon. If yeah, you're they do. They do. They, they sell every. In fact, I wrote. If you guys Google my name, and I know we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Jenna Bush. I'm JC. I'm Roth. And I'm Yermont. <laughs> okay, so if you Google my name and bacon, there is actually an article I wrote about all different weird products, and there's all there's like bacon tooth floss. Bacon lip balm. There's all kinds. There's bacon, bacon bourbon. Floss? Isn't bacon the whole point to- of floss to get bacon out of your teeth? N- there, there's bacon chapstick. There's, mm-hmm. there's uh, literally. Mm-hmm. I have so much respect me? for you right now. I'm Dan, having a moment Dan. with Jenna Bush, like literally right now. Hi. Like, Hi. Bacon, bacon. I love bourbon. you. Bacon. I love you now. Bacon bourbon. Yes. Well, here's the thing, though. Bacon, bacon flavor bourbon. Bourbon. Bacon is not like it's. If you just make a cook a pig. It doesn't taste like bacon. So the things that make it bacony are actually vegetarian. So you can get bacon flavored things that I can have. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If you just like smoke a pig, like it's not going to taste like bacon. Right. It's all the stuff. It's going to taste like smoked pig, which exactly. is also delicious. Oh I'm not a fan of the smoked pig, but 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 I I have no problem with anyone who does enjoy the pig. Like I'm not I'm not recruiting, but I'm just saying. It's. It, I can actually have the bacon flavored bourbon because I highly doubt there's actual pig in the bourbon. There is uh, no pig in the bourbon. Okay, then I can have the bourbon. And I wish you would. And I may have to try to she buy that on Amazon. On, she lost me on bacon. I'm literally just going to look at you and like, you, you've glammed me with the bacon. <gasps> I've glamoured you with bacon. Yeah, you have. See, that's the thing. <laughs> this, is, this is really, this is, this is seriously the truth. Like, I, I, I feel like I saw an image once that was like women trying like on a manhunt and they just had a truck and they jingled meat. Out of bag. <laughs> this was like yeah. meant to attract yeah. men. Uh-huh. All Keep right, on talking, that's girl. it. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy <laughs> yeah. bacon flavored things bacon. for all of you next week. It's that's what's gonna happen. Yes. It's my next drunk purchase. All right, so, so back to True Amazon. Blood. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the Fairy Club now, just because okay, I want to I want to switch our topics around a little bit okay. because now yeah. I have no like we Roth and I tend to make goo goo eyes over all the hot naked men on the show now, and I'm glad you guys have your your chance, but. Can we just talk about how the fairy club is like Cirque du Soleil for fairies? It's, well, it's like it's like Cirque du Soleil erotic. Like it's right. a, a Cirque du Soleil, a, a Madonna. It would look. It's, it's a Madonna video. It's, it's a Madonna like video. Pansexual. Right. It's omni. I think it's got a little bit of everything. It's omnisexual. Yes, sorry. Omnisexual. That's, I love that. I, I believe that's Can I get a consult on omnisexual? Yeah. I think that's a thing. Okay, yeah. we'll it's make a it a thing. thing. It's yeah. totally okay, a thing. sure. It's a true blood thing. Well, here's one. Here's one of the things that that sort of bothered me about it is that just last week we had this great moment with Jason where he was sort of like confronted with who what he had been in his life and he was you know sort Mm -hmm. of like determined to change and then with absolutely no context Mm -hmm. he has no issue getting into this limo and going to and you know what I mean and like sort Mm -hmm. of re-entering this blindly lascivious life with these girls that Seem rather like club girls, right? Which is fine. They were nice girls. Yeah, they the, look well read. Look, he's okay? they're, they're, I'm sure they're, they're very I'm well. I'm sure they're very well okay. read. First of all, he didn't know that they were going to a lascivious establishment. The other guy just I'm said sorry, we're going to party. Secondly, into that limo, when you're in you a know. limo with the judge of your district and you're the piddly little deputy, you do whatever he says for you to a, do. He's just why being are professional. You <laughs> why are you yelling? And I'm a. gonna back him up here really quickly. I'm not gonna yell, but. What I'm going to say is Jason is flawed like we all are. I have a battle. This is a personal story. I battle insomnia. And every single no, I know. I, I wanted to hear something not. better than that, Jason. No, no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it. This okay. is personal. Really? Okay, and every night I want to get to bed. And next the next night is gonna be the night I get to bed at a decent hour. I'm gonna go to tonight I'm going to bed at ten o'clock. But Actually, you're at I'm the not. strip club. No, you're not. Exactly. Until six in the morning. And Jason wanted he wants a better life. He did, but then all of a sudden he's at the strip club and you fall to those vices. You I, do. I get that, but they didn't they didn't sort of highlight that. And if they had, I actually think that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. And Maybe right. they will in future episodes, but what it looked like was very, very easy, con- like no consequences. No, and it, the same thing with Andy. Andy totally, like he's you got know? this great thing going. He's on the phone with Holly when the judge walks in, yeah, and he's still like, "Oh yeah, total. Let's hook up with this fairy chick." From no, the- but that's an, uh, defending Andy. Now, has Andy ever been the pimp daddy? Has he ever had he girls? Not. All right, so he, not. he gets this fairy thrust upon him. Remember, fairies are you thrust, thrust upon, upon him? him. <laughs> It's hard to turn down a fairy, and especially Andy, he's kind of the man. 
so many lines. So many things, JC. (laughs) So many things today. I'm not arguing with you about that that's very true of human nature. Right. Right. But what didn't work for me entirely, I mean, I don't, but it was that it didn't seem to kind of pull that out in the story, in the script with the characters. It didn't seem like there was an awareness on the part of the show that these were things, do you know? Like the writers dropped it, perhaps, or just with so many things going on? I mean, I don't know. And and maybe that will play out kind of at a later date. And I think one of the things is about fairies that we'll discover is that they do have this huge sexual lore. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things about Sookie and Jason is that because they have the fairy blood, they have this sexual lore. So perhaps they're just kind of like blinded by the fairy sex. I don't know. You know? Yeah, that's possible. And, And that may come out. I just think that the whole, they have struggled from day one with how to handle the tone of the fairies. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. don't entirely think that this solved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, this is better than what happened in the previous season, I think, for the fairies. It's just that I think that fairies are a mythological creature that could be like the elves in the Lord of the Rings and be very, very cool. Now, right. are they stronger in the books? Perhaps the, the I fairies? think yeah. I like the fairies in the books. Yeah, the they're, fairies in the books are great. Yeah, they have like a whole different... And the thing is, like with Claude and Claudine in the books, is that Claude does have a strip club, but it's a mm-hmm. real world strip club, and I think it helps when you have something as big as a fairy in terms of like mythologically speaking and using your imagination to ground it a lot in sort of everyday things. Right. And I think they haven't really done that mm-hmm. yet. And the fairies in the books are warriors. I yeah. Mean, they're fierce. And, and that's what I, I think that's coming. I, I've heard like in the blogs and people saying that there's an, a possibly an upcoming fairy war. Right? Yeah, there yeah. will be a fairy war. Yeah. I mean, if it's sticking to the books at all. It's just how they're... D- I, I just feel like they haven't nailed... Nailed. How how to kind of craft who these creatures are and what they're all about. Right. And I think what you said about the Lord of the Rings elves is sort of how I always saw the fairies in the books, is that they're these beautiful ethereal creatures and they've got steel behind them. And so when you see a bunch of them giggling like, oh my god, look, it's the clef, it's awesome, and like, that I think is a problem. Like, I don't, sorry, did you like that noise, Jason? You seem to really have enjoyed that noise. Right. I mean, because it it looks to me like like you could be in any club on Sunset Strip. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You could be in any club on Sunset Strip with a bunch of people going there's nothing otherworldly about it. My question is, how does the judge make reservations? He's like, I'm a VIP here. Right. It's a club club in the middle of, of, of a of a meadow. But There's he doesn't no know that. Office. There's no like. Yeah, but what number is he dialing? That's the question. Well, magic. maybe they call him. In a big, <laughs> big, magic. big question. Magic. I want to ask about Andy and Jason and the and the judge being is it judge or sheriff? Judge. 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 D- yeah. The judge being in Fairyland. Remember, if they're in Fairyland for twenty minutes, that's equivalent to a year, right? Yeah. Well, so what's going to yeah. happen when they come back? Well, this is the thing: is that I think that the club that they're at is actually not in the fairy realm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of in a mid midway midway okay. area. That's what I'm thinking. So okay. that's why they so call them refugee. Yeah, the refugee. It's like a refugee yeah. camp, and so the it the, may just be cloaked. Yeah, it could be cloaked. So yeah. those time laws are not applying in the same way in okay. that realm as they are, which indicates, yeah, that why are they in a refugee camp? Refugee from who? I don't think they're refugees from the vampires because then they would have been the refugees from the vampires a long time ago. Right, and that's something that I sorry to interrupt. That was something that I, it occurred to me when Hadley showed up. Yeah, that she thinks Sookie's dead. She's surprised that Jason isn't like. They've been in the world of vampires for a long time, and right. so has she. And mm-hmm. if any vampire, she was, God, she was with the she queen. She was with the queen. So if any vampire, any um, half fairy or quarter fairy or whatever they are, is going to be drained in two seconds, that would have happened already. Yeah, exactly. And so she's been fed some kind of line mm-hmm. by people who are obviously controlling her. I mean, that's right. what becomes really clear. So the question becomes why? And why are they trying to collect all of the quarter breeds and half breeds and, and bring them into their fold? Yeah. Why? Yeah, and are they keeping them separate? Is that because, like, because Hadley obviously is not supposed to be saying what she said about their parents being killed. Right. Does this storyline, do we have time for this storyline this season? I mean, I think that we do if they thematically, because here it falls in line with the same thematic of progeny. I mean, this is where Jason and Sookie came from, and Mm -hmm. now you're bringing in what happened to their parents. I think if you stick with how it relates to who they are now, you have time to set it up to really explore it next season. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. But what happens with the show is then eventually all of these pieces have to kind of come together. And that's what I'm wondering 
What does Lilith have to do with the fairies? What does Lilith have to do with the fairies? Oh yeah, that chick. I forgot all about her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, all right, let's let's uh let's talk a little bit about iTunes and how you guys need to subscribe and rate us nicely. Please. That makes you laugh every time I do it. It's the voice. Okay. Well rate us nicely and and make sure you tell your friends, subscribe, subscribe. Okay. So and see. That was really brief. Tell a friend. The reason because we have to talk about the podcast app. Oh yeah. Right. So you hooked us. I totally hooked you. See how I did that? JC and I bought it. You totally bought it. All right. So if you have an iPhone, get Uh the podcast app. And it'll hook up all your podcasts, everything you subscribe to, all in one place. Do you wanna do you wanna play with my phone? Because it's R2D2. R2D2. If you guys are watching us at AfterBuzzTV.com, she has the R2D2 sleeve. Does it beep or anything? Does it make Oh, 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 oons. Oh. Oons? Is that your that's your R2D2 fantastic? Seth MacFarlane's um, ringtone, random side note, Seth MacFarlane's ringtone is, in fact, R2-D2 because it went off in the middle of my interview. Oh, nice. Well, if it, if, it, nice. if you want to know the depth of nerdiness that I have, if I the do. swords and the spears didn't get you, um, my, my when, um, I've got the... Uh, do or do not. There is no try. Is my yeah. is one do of the. Do or do not. Thank you. Oh, that there was good. There is no try. Yeah. No, I did that. That's my um, voicemail thing. Um, Zelda's surprise thing is my text message. Yeah. Wait. Can, I can't can sit can next to you next week, seriously, because Bacon, Zelda, R two D two. I literally. This is. Und, und, wait. Und. I feel like I should say, "Oh, you do anything for me because you love me. You love me." <laughs> wait. Wait. I feel like R two D two and um, do not try to and Yoda lead uh-huh. us really easily into Lafayette because yes. here's the thing: is that he he totally when he as we said last week when he succumbs to the dark side, mm-hmm. that's uh-huh. when the demon is able. To take him over. Oh, took him As, over this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that's a big way. Car. What did he say? Santa Muerta. Yeah, yeah. Saint Death. Saint yes. Death. Hmm. What? So Saint how death do you guys, come to me? I mean, here's the thing, though, is that how then does that play in to everything else that's going? Yeah, because this is something that we have nothing in the book that we can to base reference. This on. Yeah. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but I don't know if you guys stuck around. You guys didn't stick around for the previews of next week. Yeah, we were we were outside, and it's okay. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but it's spoiler. to expect next week. Sorry. Um, there's is it Ruby, Ruby Jean? Uh-huh. Ruby Jean is like chanting or something, and next door is and I saw it for a glimpse. It's Jesus's head. <gasps> Ooh, Jesus's head. Yes. Zombie Jesus. Zombie Jesus. Yay. Yes. Zombie Jesus. Boom. But it's just his head. It, it's his head like on a table, like on. A, it seemed like a table or by her bed. It's zombie just, heads, it, Jesus. It's, it's zombie just head? his sure. head right now, right? Oh. Maybe she'll stitch it back on. You so know. you're calling it? Then zombies zombie are going to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. After Buzz exclusive. After Buzz exclusive. Totally. All right. Totally. Zombie After Jesus. Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> Thank you. Giggity giggity. Sorry, my finger wasn't on the trigger. Because, uh, <laughs> finger I, I, on I the trigger. That's another ben, dirty thing. Ben, you're our R two. Did that work? Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You got it. No, totally. Yeah, you got it. No, no, no. Did, did you hear that? Yeah. I, I think yeah, for next week, said. we're, okay, we're going right, to need okay. like all Star Wars noises. Yeah, all Star, 100% mm-hmm. all Star Wars all the time. Yeah. Cosplay? I so. Star Wars? I, I bring it up yeah, every week. Yeah, we still have to figure out what week we're doing our cosplay and bring uh, Tara Buck back. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully next week. Three. No, next well, we week have we have a special have surprise a special, guest. Special, is it next week or the week after? Surprise. I think the tenth. Didn't you say? I think it's the tenth. Is next week? Yeah, oh, is it? isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll we'll figure out when it is, but it's it's uh, we have a very special. You guys surprise should get really you. excited. You really right. should make because sure you Jenna stay tuned. Jenna and I are going to be really excited. If you uh, okay. Try to guess who it is. That's an Easter egg. If you've been listening to all our yes. podcasts, right there, mm-hmm. what they just said. Is paramount. Uh-huh. Yes, mm-hmm. and we will be doing the podcast from the couch with our special guest. Maybe on his lap. Maybe on his lap. Probably. Oh, Probably. we know it's a man. Okay. Oh, well, you knew or, it was a man anyway. <laughs> or her lap. No, it's his lap. Sorry. It's totally fine. So, right. okay. So, so you. So, this is what you think. So, what do you think that has to do? Like, how is that going to play out with where Lafayette's going? I mean, what? what? <sighs> Lafayette needs to be saved. Oh, he does. He and needs an exorcism. I don't possibly remember. We've yeah, been Tara's about, mom totally does that. Yeah, yeah. Tara's mom. Well, wait, not Tara's mom. I'm thinking of Ruby Jean. Ruby Jean being very happy. Remember with Lafayette and Jesus's relationship. Yeah. So she's going to do what she can to connect them. Okay. If it means possibly a zombie, Zombies. or maybe you know? even as Jesus said when 
this was, I don't, I remember the exact words, but this isn't the last time you're going to see me. Yeah. You're going to see me in a different shape or form, perhaps. Yeah. And that's through, since Lafayette's a medium, that's, it, next week we're probably going to find out, you know, the connection that Jesus is going to be, he's going to be back. Yeah. And it's going to save, because Lafayette ain't doing too, he ain't he's, doing too he's, well. He's, he's, he's struggling right now. Yeah. You know, he's, he's battling his, he's literally battling his internal demons yes. at this point. I mean, he's tried to kill Sookie twice. He's well, tried once. to kill her. Well, no, he tried to kill everyone once right. with the yeah. bleach, the whole bar. And then he tried to kill Sookie once. And I think this is like, this is pr- a pretty interesting angle. I mean, it works really well as like a metaphor. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're talking. <laughs> um, what, what? It's all good. No, but tying in, in, in about the progenies and whatnot, and just they're you know Lafayette's mom and Lafayette, so it's connecting. It's all yeah. You, you you've been right the whole season. It's just about mother daughter. <laughs> Somewhat right. Oons, all right. Oons, oons, all right. Oons, leave oons, it alone. What, what do you what do you think in your mind? What's going to play out with uh, Lafa and Lala and? Um, La la. La, la. la la. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be an exorcism. I would like to see him kind of be able to tap into it and con- get control of the demon and kind of find his strengths of being a medium and possibly having powers of his own through that realm. It, it would do no good, in my opinion, to have an exorcism because he wants to be connected to mm-hmm. Jesus in a, in a certain way. And I think that'll be, like you said, I agree with you. I, I think he's going to find a way to use that medium capability to have Jesus and his demons be part of him and be able to connect to the things that, that made him feel whole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of take, technically exercising him and pretending that didn't happen. Well, I think we should move on to Terry mm-hmm. because we got the real story this week. This mm. is we got some really interesting backstory on what actually happened during the war. Yeah. Right, it wasn't pretty. No, no. no. So were, did he drop a hit of acid? Was that what it was? There was booze and LSD. Yeah. And... I couldn't tell what what he took. I, I couldn't tell what the drug was. It might be LSD, but I'm not it could sure. Could have been mescaline. Some, I mean, it was something. With my vast yeah. experience, <laughs> I should have totally been able to bought it on Amazon. Exactly, could have bought it on Amazon through Afterbuzz. No, right. it was neat to see that they saw the city on fire mm-hmm. and then the little the little Iraqi boy that, that came yeah. out and ended up shooting and killing him and that's I, when all hell broke loose. Yeah. loose. It was I can't bold. speak right now. Yeah, I mean, it I was, think it, like, it was pretty bold move on the part of the writers to do that scene. In they wiped out ways. a village. They wiped out a whole like a, yeah. a yeah. whole family. And but it explains a lot about P- Terry. PTSD. Yeah, because so. yeah, I mean, he's been twitching for seasons and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and we were saying no, 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 don't mess with Terry, but like this really does explain yeah. everything about him and what he's going through now. And I mean, we still don't know what's going on with the fires mm-hmm. or you know why they're doing it. So they did run into um, their friend. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's got a, he's in a bunker with yeah. lots of pictures of fire with men, much crazy. All Not that. just fire. Mm-hmm. Didn't you guys notice like the demon shape thing, yeah. like yeah. the succubus or whatever? Yeah. Just... Yep. Which is true. I mean, here's the thing is that I actually think the storyline is strong in and of itself if they were soldiers in Iraq who were high and, all, you know, and sort of things got out of control because mm-hmm. I feel like that's very human, you know, right. and it would traumatize you. And I wonder if we really need in that, I mean, I wonder if we really need a supernatural element in that particular story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's something that soldiers suffer with all the time. Right. And, you know, and things sometimes do happen with people with PTSD. Some, you know, tragic things do happen. Some people handle it. Some people don't. Right. Well, what if it's maybe, maybe not, maybe it's not real because they are suffering from PTSD and maybe they saw some, remember they, they did drop some acid, po- yeah. more than likely. And you're right because Possibly zombies now, vampires, wears, wear panthers. Yeah. I mean, just when does it stop? When, when yeah. does it stop? And what I mean, at what point is it like, well, why? Why? I, I mean, if they have to bring it in once they're sort of back here stateside. But what happened in Iraq, I think, could have been enough in and of itself mm-hmm. to traumatize him, to traumatize the rest of the group. And then maybe maybe the one of the people is sort of like being overcome by some kind of spirit that's going to relate to the rest of the show or something like yeah. that. Do you think the, the the spirit of the boy or maybe the family? Is- I don't it could know. Be. I, mean, I mean, that's pretty standard with vengeance. hauntings. Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, um, I mean, I think if you're, I mean, you could say because they've started with the Vampire Authority which we'll get to in a moment, um, they've started branching out into the world and talking about this is what I passed in Sweden and this is, you know, we're talking about uprisings in Egypt. So they're talking about 
global supernatural stuff. So. And they're talking about global pol. I mean, here's the thing that's really cool about it is that they're t- the parallel in the global international politics of the vampire world in terms of uprisings over fundamentalist religious beliefs mm-hmm. obviously parallel our actual world mm-hmm. and sort of worldwide global uprisings and kind of the fundamentalist movements that exist all over the world, you know, in different religions. So I think that's kind of a cool thing that he's pulling out. And I think then to actually address the Iraq war in this way is pretty bold, you know, and it is something that affects our actual world. What I don't want to see that, what I don't want to see happen is to have that be undercut because I actually think this is a strong storyline for Terry, who's a character Mm -hmm. that Jenna and I love yeah. this character and I actually was happier this week because I thought it served him pretty well. Yeah. Still don't trust Patrick. No, of I don't trust not. Patrick either. I but I do I do think that I totally agree with what you're saying. Like it's it is such a strong story and it is something that's happening with our soldiers. And so to see to see it play out and to to actually address what's happening to soldiers over there yeah. is really bold. I'm impatient with this storyline for some reason. You I just are. yeah, I just want to find out. I just want to find out everything about because the other stuff is developing and I'm okay with it. But I just want to find out Terry's. It's been going on since season one. I just yeah. want to know everything. You do. Me I too. don't know why, but then then where do you go from there? I'm sure they'll devise something, but yeah. I just want to know. I I, I'm, I just ah. I just want it to be worthy of him and of of having the the chutzpah to actually chutzpah. like like look at an actual war. You know, I just want it to ultimately be worthy. Mm-hmm. Of, well, that's of the that. that's the risk you take, though. If you draw it out over five seasons, after a while, you're going to get a lot of people like JC and I. They're like, okay, seriously, just lay it down. We've gotten the juice on everybody else. Mm-hmm. Give me something on Terry. But if you wait that long. And you don't have something. I mean, and then you take the risk of no matter how hard you try, it still won't be a solid, you know, take on what could have happened to him. Like they, they might just unfortunately drop the ball somehow because you just dragged it on too long. I don't think they'll I mean, waste him. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's Todd Lowe. I don't think they're. I mean, he's he's wonderful. I don't think they're going to waste it. If yeah. they've devoted so much time throughout the seasons, you know that they've had the plan all along, and it's going to pay off. Yeah. yeah, I'm just really. I, it's got to. Yeah. I, have, I have total faith in the show. And so. he, I mean, as an actor, can definitely oh, handle sure. handle whatever oh, yeah. is about to yeah. mm-hmm. about to <laughs> happen for him. I thought he was great in that scene. Also. Only the only tiny thing that I didn't like about that scene was that they ran out after they heard gunfire. Right. Which seems like an odd response. But yeah. Also, I like his yellow glasses. Plus, we like the yellow glasses. Very, very much. Um, okay, well, let's let's spend a minute on, on Jason and Jessica. Yes. Because we're starting to see a really deep connection mm-hmm. between them. You know, last week with the friendship, deep. and this week, she went ran in to save Sookie and Jason mm-hmm. by glamouring Andy. Um, I thought that was actually really cool. I also like the loyalty she's showing to Sookie. Um, I, I mean, I love that character. I love the character yeah. Jessica. I yeah. think she's fantastic. Um, so I thought that was amazing and then when she's in the room with Bill and have you, have you gone to see Sookie? Because like, the thing with Sookie and you was yeah. that happens. I love it. Uh, but you know you and Sookie is different than you and other people and yeah. you know, I don't remember the exact line but well that was it. Yeah. That, that was a beautiful scene between Bill, Bill and uh, Jessica I thought mm-hmm. even. It just... You could tell the impending doom and the fact that he was proud of. I'm sorry, I just I, I, oh, no, I went I totally off a little agree. bit, but just just the the fatherly he, that he was proud of what he he cre- I don't want to say created, but in no, a way he, he did. did. He created her. He, he totally created did. her. He's so, the maker. That was beautiful. But I wanted to ask a question. Yeah, I always have these questions about Andy and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Why don't if she just glammed him that easily? Why don't they just glam their way out of everything? Yeah, I mean that's a really good question. Yeah. It's something that I thought about too watching that. I was like, you know, they're kind of sparing with the glamoration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it is a good question. Yeah. Right. I'm wondering if it's cuz you know, Bill said like be careful with that. And I yeah. think it might be that you can still remember things eventually. And I don't know if this is the case. Guys, if you have ideas, please leave them in the comments. Um, maybe maybe if you can start to remember things because you know even when we had the main ad and people were forgetting things like mm-hmm. stuff can come mm-hmm. back into your head it's a memory that's there so something is burned into your head so even if we've convinced you that it didn't happen it's still there it still happens so I don't know if maybe that's the case but I wondered the same exact thing with mm-hmm. the as your maker I command you see I yeah. did another one um, <laughs> so and like why they don't use that more 
Which Tara called out. I'm surprised right. y'all don't use that one more. Which well, I think that we're going to see that Pam is pretty liberal. Wasn't, I think it, wasn't it led to that, that 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 vampires, even though they are what they are, that they themselves also consider themselves beholden to a certain group mm. of laws, certain set of rules. Some of them do. And those laws may involve you shouldn't glamour as much as you think you should. You shouldn't say as your maker, I command you all the time. Like you should use. I it. would use it all the time. Well, me too. just saying. She makes chocolate covered bacon stuff. She could command me bacon. to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I mean, okay. I feel like I feel like it would take an awful lot of restraint not to use those tools. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. You know, I don't think I have that kind of restraint. You know. I'd also like to point out that it's really sweet when your dad thinks your pot isn't good enough and tells you to get better stuff. Yes, <laughs> that was this kind is of some awesome. Bill, swag business you got here, mm-hmm. baby doll. <laughs> I think the thing too that he she said about the, you and Suki is different than Suki and anybody else. I think is a little shout out from the show to the fans that are really pro Suki and Bill. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also a sign- signifying that Jessica is also doing her part to kind of help Bill keep an eye on Suki, and that's another reason why I'm sure Bill is kind of proud that you know he did okay with how he made Jessica because she's she's helping him even when Bill can't be actively involved. Well, I wonder if she also sees Suki as something of a mom because they were together. Bill and Suki were together when mm-hmm. this happened, mm-hmm. um, when she was made. Suki helped her. Suki, you right. know, didn't run away, didn't freak out, and actually really did help her get her stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe she looks at Suki that way. I think Roth, you, you hit it on the uh, on the nose. I think if you go back, Tara, Tara, and Bill had a scene. And did you know? You know, Tara was oh, everyone's bail sucky out yeah. and just going at sucky. And you could just see on Bill's reaction, just everything you write, like Alan Ball and everyone is just saying, "Hey, remember." Yeah, it's still about sucking and Bill, perhaps. Yeah, I think keeping the flame alive, keeping the flame of love alive. So you still? Oh, right now you just you think it's going to be Bill and um, Sookie at the end? I don't know if it, at the end of this season. No, no, I, I mean at the end of the series. At the end of the series, I do. I kind of do I think too. Everybody does I, in I some think that would bookend it. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that especially for the show, the book has gone off and and sort of done its own thing. Although it may be heading back in that direction. Yeah, too. you never know. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, when I was reading the books, I actually, Sam was a player in this mm-hmm. romance, too. And I always thought at the end of the day, it would only make sense for Suki to end up with Sam because no one else was human. You know, he was, to me, the only person that she could really have a family with and settle down with and live mm-hmm. a normal life with, which was something that she really wanted. But I think that the show is its own universe. And that, yeah, I mean, I think they really especially to I mean frankly life imitates art art imitates life they're married Anna Paquin and Stephen Moyer are married people know that it's something people really respond to they're having a baby mm-hmm. I think they want to see them end up together yeah I think they're shipping for it yeah shipping for it <laughs> yeah I mean I do we should actually mention Sam because he yeah. had a little a little issue with some just a the small new mystery <laughs> right just a small issue who shot the shifters WTF who shot the shifters I don't I know. Like, yeah, I really, honestly, have no me. theory. On I have yeah. no theory for the first time. I didn't ever see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Blood. I yeah. didn't see that coming either. Yeah. No. And I have no another storyline. No, I know, but it has to connect back. It right? has to. I wonder if it has anything to do with the wares. Luna and the wares. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because Luna hung out with them too. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. chose him over Luna, as they yeah. said. So it could. It probably Marcus's does. Mom? It's possible. Possible, but it's possible. why? Mm-hmm. Hell, we, maybe it was Luna. I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, honestly, I really don't well, know. Why would they do that, though? Because the wares kind of released Sam knowing that Alcide was responsible. And technically speaking, Sam should be like, OK, well, I Shifters got Shifters and wares don't get along, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. And and they I don't know if it was to send a message to Alcide. It probably to be was like, to get send back a message here and lead. If you don't want us to do whatever we want to do, okay, get, back here, get back here and lead. And yeah. Great that you brought up Alcide. I kind of saw that he lost a little bit of the Boy Scout. He's kind of been the Boy Scout, you know, the, since he's been in the, on the show, and how he lied for Sookie for, to the pelts, and mm-hmm. he because he always chooses the righteous path. Yeah, he really does. But I'm, now I'm starting to see him start choosing when he's the, not choosing crack or crazy people. Right. Yeah, yeah. And by righteous well, path, you mean like whatever path Sookie's on. Kidding. I don't know if that's I'm slash Debbie Pelt's path. I'm no, no, you're no, right. no. But you're absolutely right. I mean, it's you know, it's somewhat righteous. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but I think. Also, he's purposely, you know, lied to him just, you know, of course, for Sookie, but still, why? I mean, are we going to start seeing him making some of those other choices, those choices that make him flawed, more yeah, flawed? You know, just, you know, Which would be cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, because then he's in the mix. 
Yeah. Exactly. I'd like to see him backed into leadership in a way. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of interesting. He'd be a good leader. I mean, yeah. And they've kind of groomed him for it. I mean, he is, if that if he doesn't exude alpha male, I don't know what does. They've, they've basically <laughs> yes, made him out to like be such. Like I said about Magic Mike, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more. <laughs> hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Bacon, bacon, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about bacon again. Well, during the commercial, just so you know. I'm sure you were as well. Oh, are you aching? Yep, yep, yep. Or some bacon. Yep, 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 yep. Bacon. All right, so let's talk about the Vampire Authority. First off, we have to talk about... (laughs) Wait, how is that... (laughs) Because he got fried. I want to see see what what you're doing with bacon. (laughs) And breathing. There, okay, so there is a leak. Somebody yes. leaked the information about where Russell Edgington is. Yes. And it's not Pam. No. Mm-hmm. So. Well, okay. Oh, we don't think it's Pam. Hang so let's on. review. The four people they mention are who? They, well, Bill, Eric, Pam, and Alcide. Yep. Okay. So, however, hold up, wait a minute. That last moment, mm-hmm. thank you. That excuse last, me, hold excuse me, hold my baby. Excuse me, hold my baby and take my earrings. Um, so, <laughs> hold up, wait a minute. You bring out the worst in me sometimes, JC. Uh, I swear on. to God. Like, I, like, we were, God. That was awesome. The earrings was a nice touch. Hold my earrings. Hold on, wait a minute, listen. Because here's the thing. Those when she's teaching Tara to feed to mm-hmm. suckle at the teat of the vein, as it were, Melanie. as the little baby and Melanie. Did she not sound a little sanguinistic? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I knew you were going to say we that. Talk- didn't yes. We've talked about this before. Yeah, totally. Yes. She I does. don't think she did. I mean, I honestly don't think she would betray Eric. Yeah, no, right. I really no. don't. No, but did she? But did not? she feel like she's? But would she feel like she is betraying Eric? But did she oh not my sound gosh. a little sanguinistic? I mm-hmm. would, because honestly, I right when you first said that, I thought, oh, oh no, this go crazy, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> because it, it for me it would just break the fabric of the show. You know, the the relationship between Pam and Eric, it's fundamental to the show, but. He did release her, and I just said, "Where's her art going to go?" Right. And the fact that she, I, I'm could she not she, go her own way lost? at that yeah. point? Humans and can't hurt you sheep. anymore. Yeah, they're they're for food, right? They're for food. And Pam's always had no time for people. And she right. is somewhat anti-human she as is. she mm-hmm. became a vampire because she didn't want nicely done. Mm-hmm. Well, Are you blown away? Well played. Oh, well played, Ross. <laughs> well, thank you. Are you scared? Unf, 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 you should unf, be. Unf, unf, unf. But so <laughs> God. So that's interesting. I mean, it could have been because it's highly unlikely it's Alcide, though I yeah. think the moments in the show where, where Bill and Eric are outside and they see Sookie with Alcide and like, I don't think we give her a choice. She's going to help us. So yeah. maybe they're going to try to get information about whether Alcide was the leak yeah. through her. Yeah, possibly. But I mean, see, even, I don't think he's leak, even no. if Pam didn't do that, like even right. if somebody, perhaps they had, they were bugged or or somebody, you know, there was some Easy other enough. way. Yeah. Um, could she not be swayed in that direction at this point? Oh, I think point? she could. You know? In next week's preview... The- when they flashed it, I was we watched. Did we watch it twice? Or I, I know I just I just was so focused mm-hmm. on it. They showed a scene where they're pulling Russell out of the out of the garage, yeah. out, right. of, out of the cement, and it looked like the person that was doing the it cement. That was cute. Yeah, it's okay. That was adorable. Yeah. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> it it looked like it was a woman that was pulling him out. Ooh. Oh, interesting. If you if you watch it, it looked like it, cause, mm. and she was covered up, and all you could see was like her face. What, did she look like Nora at all? I couldn't. It was such a quick cut. I couldn't tell. Or, what I, Salome. Or Salome. 
Or Lilith. My God. Lilith. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. It could Who be Lilith. It? Maybe it Lilith, Lilith is, herself. I mean, if she's the first vampire and she's super, super powerful or whatever, maybe she just knows where everyone is. That's if you, if true. If you guys are watching mm-hmm. the chat roll. Yeah, or, I mean, or, seriously, or, throw some hold comments up, in. Hold up, hold up, hold wait, up. Hold wait, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Fairies can read minds. Oh. Maybe they want to create a war within the vampires. They want to feed the vampire factions Ooh. in order to wipe them out. Boom shakalaka. They want them they want to get them nice. to wipe the, each other out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay, guys, you leave this in your com- in yeah. the comments. What do you Throw guys think? Throw some comments out there. So l- well, let's talk about the vampire authority now because mm-hmm. first of all, Christopher yeah, let's, Maloney. Let's do a shout out. Let's talk about Christopher Maloney. Amazing. We love him very, very much. He was brilliant with his yeah. with his uh, stick of death, which is from the uh, the bow that Judas Iscariot hung himself stick with. Stick of death. Uh, the stick of death. That's what I'm calling. I'm calling it the stick of death. Stick of he death. He thought the big long name was too too fancy, yes. so I'm renaming it the stick of death. The stick of death. And the silver on it is from the thirty pieces Judas that Judas sold Jesus for. Yeah. So. And did no one else get the link? Sorry to interrupt. Did, did anyone watch Dracula 2000 besides me? No. Back when Gerard well, Butler was not a big name and it was he would actually play Dracula. Yeah, no, Oddly enough, you. they drew the conclusion all that... All your man. No? Really? 100%. Me? It was actually an interesting you twist. The only, the only, all the only your reason, man all the time. I get it. Let me just explain real quick. It was the one time they, they basically likened Dracula to... They basically said Dracula was Judas. That was Ooh. the parallel they draw in that storyline. And go. Okay. okay. So, um, so, oh, Jacob Harris. No. Oh, Shout out, Jacob. Boy, we love you, Jacob. I know. But you know what was cool, too, at the end of it with the blood? And I know. The, you will not sway us from I, our righteous cause. I, know. I think his eyes actually twitched because they're a little blood yeah. twitching. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, Ross I, did right at that I, moment as well. Yes. That was kind <laughs> of amazing. That was kind of amazing because it, it kind of goes into what we were saying at the end of last episode, which is that even if your cause is righteous, even which I think the mainstreaming cause for the vampires probably does make a lot of sense ultimately yeah. because I'm a human and I don't want to be food. Right. But but even if your cause is righteous, if you you can still cross a line when you don't allow room for dissent. Right. Which mm-hmm. he ha- I mean, I think it was gorgeous his whole bloody crazy face. I know. And um and Car- Carolyn's face, well Rosalind in the yeah. show mm-hmm. with just the three drips of blood like oh okay. Crap. Yeah, and she just hit the fan. Totally. Ooh. And mm-hmm. it, I think it was cool too that all of them look worried except yeah. Christopher Heyerdahl, by yes. the way, who even in his like what three lines was yeah. amazing. amazing and Peter Mensa yeah. from oh my god. Um so I think that I mean, I, th- I think that all of them have things that, like, secrets that yeah. need to be uncovered. I don't know how much of it we'll see. Um, but there was a point I was, g- I was going to make, and I don't remember what it was. So I'm going to make a new one now. Um, I, but I think that there's someone else who's Sanguinista. In the group? Yeah. 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 Well, he, he alluded to it. He alluded oh, to it. That I remember what I was going to say. Um, okay, so. Um, I, I hope it's him. It well, would be really interesting if it's him. Not, not, and not, we know Salome, of not, course. Not, but. not, um, I'm sorry. Not, 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 not. <laughs> Here, let me, let, while you think. Thank you. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Not, not the Guardian. Um, the Chancellor. No. The, uh, the one Judas. we love. The one we love. Christopher, Christopher Maloney? Christopher, no, no, not Heidel. Christopher Maloney. Christopher, Christopher Heidel. Heidel. Yep. I hope it's Christopher Heidel. And the reason is, is because when he was doing the original interrogation, mm-hmm. I was like, he seems like a believer to me. And he's making all of the quips. Yeah. You know, about mm-hmm. like, dude, it's just, it's a, just book. a book. And he yeah. was high when he wrote it. I love that line. You know? yeah. But what I remember what I was going to say is that all of them were joking about the chancellor doesn't like us to say bad things about the book. Right. right. Why? Why? Interesting. Well, yeah. did you guys think that Jacob's character got mm-hmm. set up? Is there a chance that they might he might he have got set up? Look, no, he didn't know. look like he was. He wasn't set up. No. Because okay. he huh. was like, I was so he was infiltrating one. them. So you're thinking he was one, and now there's yet still another. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. But other than Salome. I think other than Salome, I think she, Salome is building an entire army, and she's mm-hmm. about so. to take over from the inside. I'm glad that we had that performance by um, Christopher Maloney at the end where, you know, he unfortunately took out Jacob. Because I was worried the last few weeks, aside from his first scene, I loved him in that first scene when he made his presence known. Yeah. But I started feeling like the big baddie was going to be Salome. And and I felt like maybe Maloney was taking a little bit of a back seat until right now. Yeah. Is he a big baddie or is he just a righteous? uh, Is he just a a, a paladin? Is he just a righteous fighter? No, I I think that I think he's both. And I think that's what's really interesting about this season, because I think that that Salome is a big bad in a way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I think that Christopher Maloney is 
is on the righteous path. Mm-hmm. However, you can still go off track on the righteous path mm-hmm. if you don't allow anyone else to disagree with you. If, yep. you're too, then, if you're finite. Right. Then you are no longer righteous. Yeah. Then you are off the righteous or path. Right. And I think that's actually what makes the, the whole Vampire Authority storyline fascinating. Hmm. And I hope they they leave it as such because I think that's really true of life. Oh, totally. I have a weird a weird thing to mention. Because um, yes. when Salome was making her solemn vow, she bit her own wrist and she put her fingers in the blood and, and she said, I swear by the blood of Lilith because yeah. they've all been drinking the blood of Lilith. Mm-hmm. I, strange do. they don't run out. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> um, but... But um, and they're talking about oh my blood is in you. So I'm just saying you are what you eat. Yes, or who you eat. You are who you eat. You are who you eat. I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> you really, really should. <laughs> it's probably best. Well, I'm just Oops. continuing on with our very, very dirty show <laughs> this week. <laughs> Thank you. Nice, Ben. Yeah. That's... You know, here's a question. Where would you guys fall in? Would you be a sang- if you were a vampire? Would you be a sanguinista? No, 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 no. I would, I would, because the thing is, what Christopher Maloney said is totally right. There is a thousand people for every vampire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to piss them off. Like, look, you may eat cows, but if you you're one person in a stampede of them, you're dead. Yeah. So. You know, I could say the same thing about tofu, but tofu doesn't really attack. Tofu okay. does attack, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I, I, I would not be a sanguinista. I know because it's just not my nature anyway. Like as a human being, I'm a pretty mm-hmm. moderate person, okay. you know, and and I've, I've, I'm, I just am very moderate, and they're way too fundamentalist. Yeah. And wait, mm-hmm. I, I do not believe in ever saying I am right, and every other group that does not agree with me is wrong. Totally. I just, mm-hmm. I just can't get down with that. I I think it's interesting that they're kind of playing uh, I'm trying to rack my brain as far as vampire movies in the past that have dealt with that theme haven't been too many if at all where they were just generally dealing with okay they're vampires there's humans vampires feed on humans they try to keep secret maybe Mm -hmm. but uh, short of this storyline in True Blood now in season 5 and that new uh, in the movie Underworld Awakening they they covered that that concept excuse me where what would happen if humans found out about vampires Empires, if they fought back, would we take over? And in that movie, the, vamp- the the humans win. There's just too many of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the idea of what would happen if these two actually would come to war instead of it all being secret that very few people know about. And I really think that's an interesting take on things. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's do some predictions. Ooh, we kind of have. We have. Yeah, no, we kind of have. Yeah, that's okay. You're after all right. Well, then let's make ridiculous predictions. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Um, I predict Pam will become a vegetarian and no longer drink blood at all, and she'll marry Tara. Not Tara. I'm sorry. I'm saying Tara because I'm talking about um, ginger. ginger. She'll, she'll marry, marry ginger, ginger and live happily in a small cottage with a white picket fence. That's my ridiculous prediction. Okay. Wow. That's I was I had a serious one, but let me uh, give. <laughs> yeah, you can do, I, you can you do, can do a serious, serious one. one. I just okay. don't have any more. I'm, I'm the wet diaper of the group. Okay. <laughs> Who's unearthing? What wet? Diaper. Yeah. Wet diaper? Yeah, you know, Debbie Downer. Womp, womp. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Okay. Say it. Rosalind is the one who unearths Russell. Rosalind. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to remember how many episodes she told me she filmed on oh, the red carpet. Crap. I shot myself in the foot on that no, one. No, I think she... it might have been Five? God, I how do we know. have the courage to make any predictions with these two? Well, I have, no, but <laughs> like, uh, I have not fair, foreseen that. No, Roth and I have not seen no. any episodes beyond this. Season the first four. So it's on next week. It's, yeah, it's full, definitely right. on next week. Full on blank slate for Let's right. get it on. Go ahead, Yermon. What do you, what do you got, man? Um, <laughs> I, I think Terry is technically possessed by something else, and he's the one causing all the fires. He's going out and Ooh. killing people because at one point, you remember he's in no. front of. I don't want Terry to. Be no, because no. he says you will all die, you will all pay yeah, for things. He's he, possessed at one point. He does do that, and I, I think him. Eller Eller's just he's just got PTSD. But I think something's something's up. With Did Terry. anyone die in the fires though? Did anyone officially die in the fires? I don't remember. Mm. I don't know if oh. it was said. Because I don't want um, Terry to have actually killed anyone. Even if, even if you're right, which I actually think is an interesting theory, even if that's accurate, I don't want him to have killed anyone, and I don't think they can have Terry have killed anyone. That's too... Even though he was well, except for that. Yeah. Nothing um, is sacred except for the show, so yeah. yeah. No, nothing is, nothing is, is particularly sacred. However, if he is possessed, then, then it's not just him. Right. They're all possessed. Because we never, we never figured out what was happening with... Uh, 
Oh my god, I want to say Lafayette, but it's not the the original bad guy. Oh my god, season one blanked. The, um, the guy, the Renee. Thank you, Renee. Renee. Oh, we never. Yes. And remember that was alluded to. And they did this, bring that back. Bring right. that they back. alluded to the fact yes. that he's a spirit. Yeah. Oh, and maybe Renee I'm is just possessing saying, maybe him. Maybe Renee and him are hanging out, drinking beers, causing fires, PTSD. Wow. Let's let's get it on. And interesting. Wrong. However, I will say this though. Then the other gentleman has the fi- picture of the demons in the fire. So mm-hmm. I would argue and say that that again. I just said it, but that if Terry is possessed, it's not just him. It's yeah. Maybe the whole platoon is right. in some way being okay. overtaken. Maybe cursed in and some maybe way. Cursed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could, oh, there could be cursed. There could be, there could be a curse. Wrong. Oh, I need to make a separate. You, you, yeah, you, because I'm waiting. I want to hear I, how wacky or. Oh, you want my ridiculous yeah, prediction? Yeah, I want ridiculous. Go I can't be the only one to do a weird one. ridiculous prediction. Okay. I predict that Bill and Eric will suddenly discover their love for one another. <laughs> I knew it. That they will move to New Hampshire and open a winery. <laughs> Oddly enough, because you don't think of wine coming from, neither do I. That's why right. I think it's weird that they're opening a winery in New Hampshire. So weird. Who does that? <laughs> However, it will be delicious. And boom. Listeners, comment please on these ridiculous predictions, especially these two. I want to hear what you got. Bill and Eric are in a winery. Do you know how many fans out there would be really thrilled to see that? I'm just saying. Many. Yeah. All right, guys. So thank you so much for watching. You can follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter at at AfterBuzz TV. You can follow me at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. You can check out my cocktails with Stan Lee on at S-L-W-O-H, Stan Lee's World of Heroes on YouTube. Nice. Who'd you have this week? Anyone? Who's your um, It was guest? just me and Stan this week. Ooh. Yeah, it was awesome. Talking about Comic-Con. Nice. <laughs> and you can follow me at The Everyday Man and tune into some of my other shows. I've got The Bachelorette and Duets here on AfterBuzz. So it keeps on the love theme. And you can follow me at at J-R-O-T-H-C for news, updates, movies, interviews, fabulousness. Entertainment. Oh, and also, Roth and I have a Eureka show, 10 o'clock on Tuesday nights. I believe Erica Chera is calling in next this coming Tuesday. So I like it. I like it. She's a six-week-old. She can't be here. Oh, and uh, you can follow me at Twitter, uh, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R, and you can catch me on The Real Housewives of New York City this week, only filming at 3 p.m. on Tuesday, but usually at 9 p.m. Tuesday nights, gang. I see you there. That's it. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.